0: all i'm chris and i'm steve uh we're from nominee
1: and you're listening to spinning thoughts on adobe
0: radio
2: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 137 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you. And as always, I want to thank those who are staying up nice and late for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio. You are the real heroes, and I appreciate you. And if you're jamming this anytime in the future, I dig it. That's what podcasts are all about. So thank you all for being here. We have got a very exciting. Episode here if you've been paying attention on the socials, and I hope you have at spin thoughts uh, You'll know who I'm about to introduce and I've got a lot to cover. So let's dive into it Everybody say hello. I've got Chris and Steve from nominee
0: dudes. What up? What's up, man?
2: What's going on brother? You know, I was I was sitting here, it's a Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, uh when we're taping it's this Tuesday,
3: and,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, a stormy Tuesday <laughs> here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You guys a fan of that city?
0: Dude, Dude love, love Pittsburgh.
2: Pittsburgh. Yeah, name. Nate Pittsburgh. first thing first thing off your head when it comes to Pittsburgh, go. Uh
0: for Manny Brothers, obviously, but that's a like a total poser call out. <laughs> uh For Manny Brothers, uh what was that venue that we played? Um, smiling
2: moose i love the
0: the smiling i do love the smiling moose though okay
2: rex it was was that it was
1: the diy club it's got like a funny name oh oh mr
2: roboto project mr
0: roboto project nice dude there's a
2: there's a lot of really solid bands that that go through there so uh nominee representing there in pittsburgh i dig it
0: yeah man it was it was honestly a really good show it was really fun we played with. Played with our friends in Keep Flying. We did a run with them uh, earlier this year. Keep Uh, Flying Rocks.
2: We've had them on the show before, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, this festival here that's held in Pittsburgh, Four Chord Music Festival. You familiar? Yeah, man, of course. So uh, you guys haven't played on it, have you?
0: No, no. We really, really want to, Uh, and we talked. uh, We talked with uh, is it Richie? Richie. Yep, Richie. Yeah, he he booked he booked the show uh, at Mr. Roboto. Oh, um, yeah, that's
2: right. Okay, that it's all yeah, yeah. cause he Four Core does like you know the booking, and then of course they have like this annual <clears throat> festival. So yeah, you've you've had some experience then with with the uh, Almighty Rishi Ball, then, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he was cool enough to book us. Uh, and when we when we got there, uh, John from Keep Flying was like, "Yo, that dude, that dude." she really likes your your old band he's like uh he's like a pop punk super fan I think yeah. is what he said he was <laughs> he like busting really his balls. he really is he was like busting his balls but like uh yeah he when I when I met him he was like yeah dude I, I love your old band like he was like an actual fan which was really cool because like my old band works really hard and like to know that some people still care is is really really neat
2: if anybody would it'd be Rishi I'm telling you that dude is legit and so anyway the the moral of the story is is uh he just announced you know the lineup for four chord five this year it's in August August 26th and keep flying Mm -hmm. is on it and so uh you know I'll, I'll get to see them again always always a pleasure and uh stoked to have you guys here for episode 137 before we get into uh just so much that's going on here with the band uh, I do want to talk about uh, something that seemed very exciting here. Uh, just the other day, it looked like the band went out on a date together uh, to check out Monday Night Raw, which yes. uh, a lot of people were getting into that. Like, they liked the crossover yeah. of, of media. And so, how was that band adventure?
0: Dude, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable.
2: Yeah. I mean, are so, you guys, um, at, like, actual wrestling fans? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I'm asking.
0: Steve is you Steve's a wrestling fan. I'll speak for you Steve, for Sure. And yeah. and then you can kind of speak for me if you want to. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Not, yeah. I'm curious. Okay. Steve is a fucking fan. Okay. Yeah. Like like I I was sitting there like the four of us went and I was sitting there and I'm like, "Oh, who's that? Who's that?" Cuz like I know like all of like the OGs and yeah. everything cuz yeah. I'm like an older guy. So, <laughs> I know like all the OGs. I went to Mania 2 years ago and like obviously I I i went like wild when like (laughs) the rock and stone cold came out but i didn't really know a lot of the new guys uh and new new girls but uh steve knew like everybody (laughs) so steve knew like everyone
2: what's then what's your take on chris's experience
1: yeah i mean like it's funny because um like wrestling comes up every every now and then and um I mean, like I definitely I had it since I was a kid. Like uh, my cousin was really into it, and I got really into it. And and Chris was like o- the only other person in the band that I was able to like even loosely connect with on it, you know. And like so we we resonate over like a lot of the classic like pre-attitude kind of thing, you know. Like your that's like your Randy Savages, right? Your Hulk Hogan, Andre mm-hmm. the Giant, you know when when it was like a cultural phenomenon you know? yeah. <laughs> um, and the new stuff, like um, I like the new stuff. There are a couple of guys that like um, I think do really well and kind of like throw it back to that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like Chris, Chris has kind of been brought in with me kind of through a little bit of that resurgence, especially um, with something that happened to us recently, actually. Um, and it's kind of how the raw thing actually kind of came together uh, in its entirety. So what's we, your um, story there? So we got we got personally invited to that RAW by uh, Seth Rollins. What? And I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I, 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 like. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I, obviously, like he's like also, one of the wait, bigger guys. Hold on, hold on,
0: I have to interject. I have to interject before we go into the story. Dude, Angela, I have to tell you, Steve has been waiting all day to talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he's been waiting all day yeah. to talk about this.
2: But wait a second, this was not on the agenda. I mean, so how do yeah, you know I, know I was going kind there? Of, <laughs> kind
0: of, uh, it wasn't on the, it wasn't on your agenda, but it was. definitely on. C, so.
2: <laughs> OK, yeah. I dig it. I dig <laughs> it.
0: So go ahead. Uh, it was weird, man. Uh, he uh,
1: so he posted. Um, he posted one of our uh, our locking key single from his Instagram um, probably like a month ago, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was crazy because we didn't uh, we didn't even really know that it happened until um because he didn't tag us uh, oh. he just posted yeah i know um damn that posted, sucks yeah it was still cool don't get me oh, wrong but he posted yeah, from yeah. his uh his instagram story was like a screen cap of <clears throat> of apple music and like our single and it was really funny because i started getting like texts that like he posted at like eight in the morning apparently during like a workout i started getting like calls and texts from like a bunch of my east coast friends that are like way like i'm a wrestling fan but like yeah. i used to be in a band with some kids that are like what like way beyond like me and they're like dude you're on rollins's instagram and i'm like what you? i was like I, at that point I, I had no idea what was happening so i was like, like me and they're like no he posted the new nominee song and i was like what and so we all like go into it um and like we're all kind of like freaking out because i'm getting like phone calls like like you know like we got like signed or like you know like the
0: presidency or something like that yeah you know, th- like this is epic. Yo, I, w- I would way rather hear from Seth Rollins. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I would be happier. I'm happier than Seth Rollins retweeting or, or posting about Nominee than I would be if Donald Trump were post- posting yeah, about Nominee. Yeah, I'd, like, yeah. I'd be pissed. We'd what break up. Yeah,
1: yeah. No,
2: I can agree with um. that. So what? He gave you uh, an invite then? The band?
0: So yeah, yeah like what? if we could go well no 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 no. he
1: totally invited us so like what happened was we uh we all we all reposted you know and like i tagged him and like with a band tagged him or whatever it just so happened that he responded i used like one of his like hashtags like you know being a fan right um you know to like bring it in or whatever his thing is like burn it down quote unquote that's like his his catchphrase
0: so anyways i like
1: i tagged him and and i like i like put that in there just like kind of be funny and uh, he like he direct messaged me on instagram saying like yo dude like thanks for the song like the lyrics like really hit close to home like damn like really love really love what you guys are doing and immediately like texted the band and was like what do i say like what, what's gonna like what, like uh you know so anyways we had this like, little dialogue you know like hey man thanks like let me send you the the vinyl like whatever we got him a pre-order bundle the whole nine and he's like cool let me know whenever we're in the area, and, like, we'll hook you up with some tickets. And so, like, fast forward to last night. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, hey, Ra's going to, like, last week, I was like, hey, Ra's going to be in Houston. Like, can you hook us up? Like, it'd be tight to come out and, like, whatever, like, do the damn thing. And he's like, yeah, totally, whatever. So we get there, and we weren't sure if we were going to meet him. We weren't sure, like, if we were going to get nosebleeds. Like, we weren't sure, whatever. So we roll out to Houston. And they're, like, dude, they're ringside, like, floor seats. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we opened, like, the ticket envelope, and it's, like, F F L R G A kind of thing. <laughs> and we're, like – so we're, like, following this, like, group of ushers kind of, like, going to the first guy. And they're, like, oh, floor entrance is over there. And then this other guy's, like, oh, you're going all the way down. And this guy's, like, oh, you're going to this small section next to the ring. And, dude, we literally had, like, one seven-year-old kid in front of us in the <laughs> ring and just, like – yeah, I just got a bunch of twelve dollar beers and just lived it up, man. It was,
2: it was wild. Huh? I I was taken away by that story. I mean, I was. Just, I mean, I love it. It's like it's it's a great precursor to uh, what's about to be happening this week for the band. It's just all good news right now. It's all good vibes, right? I mean, you you get to go and basically be like right there, front row, center on the floor for Raw. You got invited out there because your fucking music rocks, and here we are on June the eighth. Uh nominee. <laughs> look at this. This is what I get paid for is those smooth transitions. Uh not yeah. <laughs> nominee is uh you guys are about to uh, be releasing a very, very awesome split EP with Sundress a band uh, we've had on the show before, we're big fans of, and uh June the 8th, it's this Friday, uh via Smart Punk and Outer Loop. Uh so how are you guys feeling, honestly, heading into this? I know you're just coming off the buzz of Raw. Right now, you're just overwhelmed with um, with stars with me here at Spinning Thoughts. Understandable. So, how are you guys feeling heading into the release Friday?
0: Dude, honestly, it's we were really excited to do it, uh, like because we were doing it with Sundressed. We've been friends with those guys for years now, um, and we like talk about it and like joked about it. Uh, do, saying, like, oh, yeah, let's do a split together in the future. And, like, we never really took it seriously. And then we so happened to have a few songs that we were sitting on. They so happened to have a few songs that we were sitting on. And then we got, we brought Mike Mowry in, and he's managing both of us. Um, and it, I don't know if it was his idea, but as soon as the idea became real, we were, like, fucking hyped, man. Uh, and ever since, it's been a pretty wild ride um like it's cool putting out like a split and doing like like actual legitimate cross promotion and shit like nothing we've ever really done before uh and now with it only like less than a week out it feels surreal because it feels like the process has been really long uh so I'm, i'm i'm honestly just excited to get it out there uh and to finally have like vinyl on the merch table which has always been really important to me like i collect vinyl uh, Steve I think collects vinyl So it's like mm-hmm. it's, it. Vinyl to me has always been really important So to finally have it on the merch table And be able to have it of, of our own I'm just so so stoked
2: So this is the first pressing on vinyl for nominee
0: It is yep. indeed man
2: That's really awesome And I am a very very obsessed vinyl collector myself So I okay, cool. I am stoked for this I saw actually the band post uh, just recently, a live stream, you guys were, like, unboxing some of these vinyl, yeah. right? And uh, so I was looking at it, and, and first of all, I mean, congratulations again, because the it, the artwork on, you know, on the actual, like, um, fucking front and back and everything looks amazing. I love how it opens up and you have, like, Nominee on one side, Sundress on the other, the track listing, and then I think you even have the lyrics on, like, the sleeve, which is great. Yeah. So, and, yeah, and yeah, you have the different cool. variant colors. I guess there's black and like a white splatter, correct?
0: There's black, white, and white with a blue splatter. Uh, the white with blue is a tour exclusive. Uh, you can only oh, get that yeah, at shows. Nice. Uh, and the white and black are like Smart Punk and uh, Merch Now exclusives.
2: Now, in the video, um, you guys were saying that I. I, I It looked like there was a debate on whether this was the first time or not lyrics were printed on something like this. Uh, Is this the first time for that?
0: No, no. Our first EP called I Woke Up, which we uh, have kind of moved away from. We haven't played any of those songs in years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we've moved away from that, um, and that did have the lyrics in it, but, like, and and the lyrics on that record are, are really really important to me it's about uh it's about me moving to texas i i had like a really terrible run when i first, when i moved here i moved here from uh from philadelphia um and i moved down here uh, and I, like, two weeks later got diagnosed with diabetes. I didn't know anybody here, didn't have health insurance. My cars were breaking down. My phone got stolen out of a cart at Walmart. I just had, like, a really bad go at it when I moved down here. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of that record's about that, and we printed the lyrics. But then our most recent EP, Drag Me Out, is even more important to me, uh, and the lyrics aren't on it, and I was always really regretful that we didn't, you know, splurge the extra couple hundred bucks and have uh the lyrics on the inside. So I'm really excited that at least these are. And in such a cool fashion too. Oh uh, yeah, like like I I thought it was just going to be like a sleeve inside or like a like a sheet inside of the sleeve yeah no it's actually like inside of the jacket that jacket i couldn't think of the word here
2: i am saying i'm a obsessed collector couldn't think of the goddamn word but yeah Yeah. inside of the jacket yeah it looks gorgeous it really really does if uh if everyone's like kind of interested listening right now as to what i'm talking about they got the video up on uh their facebook nominee does you can check it out uh now I do have a question here, guys, um, sure. about what I saw in this video. And maybe it's just me not knowing. But, hey, I noticed on the Sundress side, there's two tracks. Now, on the digital media, I'm seeing three mm-hmm. from them. What's what's going on there?
0: That is exactly what's going on there. As, as far as I know, uh, the third track, uh, which they actually just released a video for uh, okay. called So Poetic... Uh, is like a CD or digital exclusive. Okay. Um, but yeah, that and honestly, that's my favorite track on the entire split, like hands down. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's a digital and CD exclusive, which is really neat. Um, we thought they were gonna have like when we initially put the whole thing together we thought they were just gonna have three songs on the side and we're like damn these songs got to be really short it's a seven inch yeah <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what was going on but it makes way more sense the way that they ended up doing it
2: and that's kind of my quite was it because it was on a seven inch that like th- i mean five total three on one side i mean that's that would have to be i don't know if you could do it could you
0: Unless you're like Charles Bronson, no.
2: (laughs) I would have loved to see Sundress try it, though, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You can do do three, like, minute and a half songs. Saves the day can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, you
2: know, we talked just very broadly about, um, you know, the split EP and the process kind of going into it, how like you'd been friends with Sundress for some time. It was an idea tossed back and forth. Uh, You you mentioned that you had some songs um, and the timing just felt right. And so, you know, here comes this split. What was the actual process, though, uh, like recording wise? I'm assuming right like Sundress recorded in their own you know, neck of the woods where they went, you guys went where you did. And what did you just like toss songs around? Like, how did it all come to be with the, I guess, ultimately the five uh, that will be available digitally. And then the four on vinyl.
0: Uh, in all honesty, we want, we had these two songs and we're writing it. We're writing a record right now. Right. Um, but we have, we have a ton of songs and all of them sound like wildly different. So if you listen to both songs of ours on the split, um, they're both very different songs, and that's it's it's almost like uh like not not an omen. What's the word that I'm looking for here? It's 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 like a like like a, a foreshadow-
2: Yeah, foreshadowing. It's like a
0: foreshadowing to what to what we want to do in the future. Like one of the songs is I don't want to say heavier than the other, but like a lot darker than the other for sure. Um, so I, it just felt like a good way to kind of introduce that.
2: Now, my guess qu- what I'm trying to say. I totally dig it. And my question is: since you guys are now you know experienced in this whole split <clears throat> EP approach, you know, I don't see me personally here at Spinning Thoughts. I don't see a lot of this. I love it, I, and I do see it from time to time. Uh, do you see this approach becoming more popular in the music community? Uh, what What are the pros? What are the cons?
0: Oh, man. Uh, Pros, I would say, is you get to forge a relationship with, like, we were already friends with Sundress, but we're even closer than we were before having done the split together. Um, And it kept kept us in really close contact, which is good because you tour with a band uh, and you become, like, such close friends. And then you just, you lose contact because your lives get so busy. uh, And this was, like, a way for us to stay in contact. So that was really cool. I I, I I don't really know if I could say there's a con to it other than the fact that you wish you were releasing more songs, yeah. And I feel like
2: any band that's grinding would feel like that on an e p or an l p or whatever whatever the fuck length it was, right? yeah,
0: yeah. like when when you release an e p, you're like, man, I really wish like like you write a batch of songs and you record the e p and You're in the process of getting ready to put it out, and then you write another song. You're like, shit, I wish we could have put this on the EP. And it's like that with a split, but tenfold. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely.
0: You you get ready to release it, and then you're sitting on five songs by the time it comes out. And you're like, man, wish we could have just put all these on it. in a perfect world yeah
2: i hear you and uh you know this is i i love the dynamic here because you got two bands that um are vibing with the music and you guys are friends and and it kind of translates through on social media which we i think we talked about off the air a little bit Mm -hmm. but like i just love it man like i love seeing that with bands and i love seeing it with you and sundress it's it's cute you know and it's just it it, we need this kind of love in in the world uh so i agree man So I'm very, very excited for this split EP coming out on June the 8th from Sundressed and Nominee. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes then drop the following Monday on every platform. You can subscribe for free and we encourage you to do so. We're here with Chris and Steve from Nominee, a band That I'm super excited to see uh, where they're going here for the rest of 2018. They've got a split EP coming up on June the 8th with Sundressed. And we're going to be talking about a lot more. But before we get there, we're going to jam Lock and Key. This is off this split that we've been talking about. It's available everywhere June the 8th. Everyone, enjoy. So you just finished listening to Lock and Key off the upcoming split EP from Sundressed and Nominee. Uh, Chris and Steve, can you tell me anything about this song, whether it's within the lyrics or the writing process? Something that maybe not a lot of people know currently.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, act- we actually recorded the song locally. Um it, truthfully the song was meant to be we were meant to like go into the studio uh and demo a couple of songs but we were like when we were in there we were like holy shit like this sounds great like this needs to be released um so originally it was going to be a demo and we were just like wow no like this, we're gonna release this this is perfect like we can't imagine it coming out any better anywhere else uh and we did it with our friend kieran here in town uh what's his studio's name again, Steve? uh overwatch or over, no overcast recordings overcast recordings yeah he's he's he like new ish and he's really young but dude he is unbelievable um and lock and key uh is kind of it, almost an extension of drag me out uh drag me out the whole ep or most of the ep a lot of it uh is about like coping with mental health and trying to like hide from it, trying to like run from it um and then this song is about like coming to terms with it and like trying to get others to understand it uh but it, it's it's like the song when you're listening to it it can come off as like self deprecating because the chorus is you say that you're happy but you're better off um and it's not like when dealing with someone like that, like the song like specifically is about like like my girlfriend like said like she's incredible and she says like she loves me and she's here no matter what and i'm just like i a lot of the times like i feel like a burden um on her life like i feel like 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 i'm a weight like pulling her down and she could do much better without me but i know for a fact that i like when i'm when i'm writing those lyrics and when i feel that way i know that it's it only feels that way in the moment. It only feels that way in the moment because I know that like there are, I do have like redeeming qualities about myself uh, that make it make me worthy to be with her. Although I, although like it's hard to say I'm worthy to be with her because she's incredible. I do have redeeming qualities about myself that make <laughs> myself like like worthy, you know. Um, but the song itself is about the times when you when it's really hard to feel that way
2: you know what man i really appreciate you giving that kind of insight into your life i mean that that's an incredible thing to elaborate on and to share with people you know it because a lot of people can relate to that and it's just you know it's it's conversations like this where i get to really just have an in in in-depth uh topic here that i really appreciate it so thank you there and uh yeah absolutely man lock and key it's a great 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 song uh so much so that you all went and took it a step further you made a music video for it which you know is awesome it's a great music mm-hmm. video um i am curious always uh with this who takes the lead with music videos in the band is it i mean like is there a dynamic change when it comes to music videos uh, is there outside input that you seek
0: uh we definitely have some outside input uh with this one um, we we had a couple ideas that we were kind of kicking around uh and mike and shan from outer loop both were really encouraging for us to kind of go deeper and find something that would be uh more relatable or more like eye catching so we wrote i think this was the third idea that we had for a video uh yeah, so the the, and it was, it was because Mike, like we'd send him an idea and we'd be like stoked about it. And Mike would be like, I don't know. I'm really feeling the line about the eggshells. Yes. And so, <laughs> so we like, cause there's a line in the song. It's it says on the eggshells under your feet. Yes. i trying not to break as you're trying to leave. And like that line, I guess just like really resonated with Mike and he, like was very persistent that we explore that route, so we tried for like weeks to come up with an idea that wasn't like hokey uh or cheesy, and like it just came to us one night and we texted him and, and finally got the approval. We shot it in two days, like before and after we left for tour uh with a dude here in town and it did yeah we're we're really, really happy with how it came out,
2: yeah, and you know. I think that that idea with like the eggs and eggshells, I I love it because it was so, it's almost like so subtle, but they also, like, I mean, it was a focal point, you know, the camera would be right there at ground level. Uh, I didn't even put two and two together though. So, I mean, I think that that either makes me really oblivious or it's just, it was nicely done. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Just, it was nicely done. Like it wasn't over the top, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. We, like I said, we tried really hard trying to find a way to use that idea but tastefully um and i think the the, the guy who directed it uh brandon he owns a company called here's a plug timekeeper media um, <laughs> he, he he's really 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 great he's awesome mm-hmm. um and i think it was his direction that uh that made it come out the way it did like All the lighting, all like those like pink and blue lights, and like those hues in the video, like the kind of mood of the video was all him, Um, and I think it makes the video.
2: Yeah, the aesthetic was was there; it was consistent throughout, and uh, I agree with what you're saying. Now, anytime I talk to a band about a music video, this is my favorite question, and I I will ask it every time. Uh, I just like to know who is the worst actor in the band, like when it comes to doing a music video, who's the worst? Look, I always keep it positive, except for here. I just like to know. <laughs>
0: uh, we have we all is, been in a video yet, Steve? Is it well, like acting? Like I guess in or like f- for like for music
1: video
2: for a music video. Uh,
1: dude, I think it honestly. I think it might be me. <laughs> I
0: think it's you too. i I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's, like it's it's funny, dude. Like I am the least i mean yeah I, I think i'm the least videogenic photogenic
0: person in I think the think you are definitely the least comfortable in front of a camera that yeah sure. just, and, and it's
1: funny because off of a camera like like well, you learning a little bit about Namni's personality i'm probably the most confident maybe not arrogant but like yeah i have no problem like i work <laughs> at a bar like i have no problem with people you put a camera in front of me whether it's like a photo shoot or a video I dude you know, I lock up I like I think about it too much and yeah. I like try too hard and like yeah it's 100% me Cameron is just like naturally photogenic Andy just oh rocks in front of a Andy like made the music video cuz when we were editing it like it was like uh, all the edits were based on like Andy just like locking into the beat and just like just doing it and Dean always looks so neutral. So like it's hundred percent me.
2: Well, part of the reason why I think I asked this question is, is because I think that if I were to be in a music video, I would be that person as well. So, the, you know, I can ask it cause I feel like I'd be that person.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> totally. It's just Andrew, weird, man. I, I thought you were gonna say, the reason that I ask is because I too, thought you were the one. oh video. no <laughs> i was like i was like
2: like
0: biting I was waiting it, for that like waiting
2: for it to come out I oh like, yeah. man no no that that's all the negative that's not even negative <laughs> it's all in good fun you know but i try to keep it yeah, nice yeah. and positive here at spinning thoughts all right so here is the final question that i really have regarding music videos at this time with nominee uh sundress to date has released a music video for each of the singles out currently from the upcoming split I believe now will nominee be doing a video for Heatwave. This is the final track that we've yet to hear. Uh,
0: we're doing something. You know that's sad. that. It
2: went, that sounds like that means that there's something going on, but not something you're gonna tell me. Am I right?
0: Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to. Be <laughs> like, mad at us. Uh, oh. it, we're doing. We're doing something. We're we're releasing more content based on that song. Uh, and we're like super stoked on it so uh i mean i'm not sure if there's like an actual release date or anything yet but we're working on it now and we're we're really hyped because on it like lock and key is a really fun song to play live but Heatwave is my favorite of the two so it'll be uh it'll be cool to get that out there
2: We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at Midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all platforms and for free the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe and hit us up on the socials at Spin Thoughts. We've been talking to nominee about a lot and uh, there's just more and more happening. You know, we've talked about. Uh the split coming up here on Friday June the 8th. Uh you already released one video this year. There's you know p- perhaps another coming in 2018 for Heatwave. Uh and then you guys mentioned earlier in the show uh that you're working on even more new music. So can you elaborate on what's happening there?
0: Uh yeah, man. We we just want to keep writing. We just mm-hmm. want to keep writing. We went through a point after dragging out uh where I had quite a bit of writer's block and and something we've always been really uh, convicted about is making sure that the song to our standards is perfect before it's released. Um, Like I know a lot of bands say that, but a lot of the times, you know, a band will produce like a follow-up record uh, and it'll come out and you'll be like, man, these songs are cool, but there's just something about it that doesn't like click. Um, and we have to be 100% positive that everything that we wrote for the song is the right move before we release it. And the, the, the main thing in that is unfortunately the lyrics. Um, so if, if I'm not happy with the lyrics to a song, we don't release it, which is like, uh, from like a label standpoint, I'm sure a huge pain in the ass. (laughs) Um, but, but like, we're really, really, really happy with everything that we've released thus far, and it would feel super shitty to release something and not be as confident as we were with the, last, with the previous releases. Um, I
1: so dig it, So after Drag and... Me Out,
3: oh, yeah,
0: go, go. We, uh, we had writer's block, but now we're kind of on a roll, so we're just, we don't have exact plans for a new record, like we haven't set dates to record okay. yet but we're demoing new songs and we're like, we're really hyped on them. Mm -hmm.
2: So how do you know that? Well, obviously I mean, you can feel it, but how do you know that you're in that moment now as to just keep moving towards new music? I mean, it, you mentioned like you had some writer's block, right? Like where, where are you at right now? Lyrically, I guess, and musically, as you know, for the rest of the band, like where, where are you guys at right now? uh, Like theme wise, I mean, is it, is it going to be something different? Uh, where where do we stand?
0: Uh, you want to take that one, Steve?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I think the 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 biggest thing about writing for us is that we're we're kind of hard on ourselves. Like whether it's I mean, Chris, especially. No offense, buddy. But um, mm-hmm. you know, like we're really content-wise, it's it's never. We're not really the band that just kind of like throws a couple of riffs together and just kind of goes for you know what like whatever we think a song would be, it's all pretty well thought out as far as like taking a thematic element, whether it's, whether it's musically or whether it's lyrically, um, and really sticking to it and trying to accomplish something with every individual song instead of like, just like letting something fall out and like kind of just saying, yeah, that works. Like, you know, Andy uh, does a lot of like producing for us. Um, You know, him and Chris specifically kind of like really look at like, Well, that transition could feel better or how's it going to be live or like what are we going to do so we're not just kind of like you know throwing a couple chords together and going like cool next nominee song like let's do it we're all pretty like we want stuff to inspire chris to write great lyrics and we want to do his lyrics justice and we want to be a dynamic live band and so we think about all of that uh when going into a record so a lot of it is um you know a lot of it is a vibe and kind of like writing together and i'm not really sure If there's a specific place that we are, um, other than, you know, right now we we have like we have great flow and we have great chemistry, um, and it's it's felt really good. So yeah, Uh, that's that's one of the main things that could be described
0: for it, I guess. And adding on to that, you said like thematically, and if you listen to any of our records, you'll see that they're almost concept albums. Uh, Like they they typically tell a story, and although it's like for the most part a very literal and true story. Um, They're both of the records are about two very specific things in my life. Um, And I was, you know, just deeply inspired by those things. So like, not saying that I'm waiting for the next terrible thing to happen to me to to write about it. Um, But it like right now I'm in a really happy place in my life. Um, Like my band is working hard. I've got, you know, my my girlfriend and I've got my friends and like I'm just really comfortable in in life right now I'm really really happy um so it's hard to pull it's hard to like to look for negativity uh when looking for a song so a lot of the songs that we're writing now are actually like a little bit more positive than the rest of the stuff thus far
2: interesting I like that and you know it's uh it's just truthful and it's honest and You know, the music will change and evolve with that kind of mentality. So, uh, guys, I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, all the hard work that you're continuing to put into, uh, you know, the band and the art. So uh, keep that shit up for sure. And I want to I want to talk about a really sick event that's coming up here very soon. Uh, Keeping with this theme of community, it seems with nominee, you're doing a double release show on June the 16th, right?
0: yeah yes we are
2: so this is going to be at the parish in austin texas uh with gold steps for their new ep titled incandescence uh special guests will consist now uh, actually i've been told to check out this band i regret to say that i haven't yet is it uh, the tx has got to stand for texas but are they dozer or is it dozer tx uh
0: they are whatever you want to call them but they <laughs> there's another yeah. dozer out there okay. so they call themselves Dozer TX. Like when they like when they're playing, the show, they're like, "Hey, we're Dozer TX." Um, <laughs> All right. So like I can say TX. Dozer TX. I get
2: it. Yeah. Cool. Hey, yeah. I I love it. Just wanted to make sure I was saying it right. So we're gonna call them Dozer TX, and uh, forever starts today in Commons. So talk to me about the details of this event again. Uh, the community, I, I'm loving it. Where you know you have a split EP with Sundress coming out, and now a split EP release. Yeah,
1: yeah it we, was something. Um, where uh, andy our drummer actually did some uh some production on that record and helping him get to it
0: um on the there, on the gold steps record you're yeah saying, right? gold
1: steps steps. records yeah and uh they were um we we're just talking about it and scheduling and we've been with those guys for a long time and it's one of those two heads are better than one thing, in my opinion you know uh, we all kind of wanted to celebrate together our community down here is pretty strong uh as far as like Truly being a music scene um, and communicating with each other and supporting each other not just like, oh, what bands can I get for this? Um, And so, you know, we thought it would be special to kind of commemorate together and, you know, share a lot of the same friends and support bands and things like that.
2: Now, I I saw also that nominees going to be jamming. This is a little bit more into the future here towards the uh, end of summer and beginning of Mm -hmm. fall. Uh, Nominees going to be jamming the after party. For the upcoming Rise Against an AFI show. Uh, September the 11th at Stubbs. And I've heard of Stubbs. Uh, Stubbs. I've never been there uh, in Austin, Texas. But uh, I hear it's a killer place to be. Talk to me about this.
0: It's my. Uh, first of all, I work there. And it's the shit. Oh, really? The best job. Yeah. Yeah. I do like like part-time security stuff there. They're just like like. It's the coolest part-time job. They're literally just like the production manager will text me, you know, when he's making the and he's like, Hey, do you want any shifts? And I'll tell him like specific days that I can work. Uh, so he's always really accommodating, but it is also my favorite venue in town. Uh, there's an, there's an indoor venue that's like 250 cap and there's an outdoor venue. That's 2,400. It's like an amphitheater or, uh, I forget what, yeah. Amphitheater. Um, but we're playing the indoor show after rise against AFI and any flag play outside and it's on nine 11 and all those bands are so heavy political. So it is going to be a fucking wild, wild ride. It's going to be so good. I'm really stoked for that show.
2: Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be really wild. I cannot wait to hear about that. Uh, September the 11th at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. Now, um, guys, as I'm sure, you know, uh, this summer will mark the final full run of the Vans Warp Tour. Uh, I, I don't know if, you know, you're sad about this, like many, many, many people are. I, you know, of course, I think it's uh, it's a shame that it's going away, but I can also understand. I mean, it's been running for like 25 years. I can't imagine that has to be so much hard work. Uh, in honor of of this final full country run, we are going to ask every guest now for the rest of summer uh, just to share a few words about uh warp tour maybe an experience you had attending or playing or anything go ahead and share your moments
0: uh i my old band uh played we did three three weeks of warped in 2012 um and it was hands down the coolest experience of my life like it was so accommodating and like the bands that we were playing with we were just so lucky to be there and i was really really hoping that nominee would get to do it before they i i I would say inevitably called it there's been rumors that kevin lyman was gonna throw in the towel for years now um so i was hoping that nominee would eventually get to play it i'm really bummed that we're not however like whatever kevin lyman wants to do whether it's call a tour and do like maybe a couple war tour shows a summer on like the coast or whatever, whatever he wants to do. I trust that it's going to be good. Yeah. Steve? That's, 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 that's really all I have to say about the future of it, at least.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I've never, I've never really had um, an experience band wise as warped, but I mean, it definitely exposed me um to, uh to so much i i mean, lit for a band for a while that did a little bit of it um but it really didn't feel like my own experience um and so yeah i mean i did i just remember being exposed to like all my favorite bands and like it was like really like as a kid i, I thought it was just the most important thing especially when we were growing up guys like chris and i about age above seeing um you know, really seeing those bands for the first time, it was like one of the most accessible ways to do it. So it's sad that, that, you know, that won't be there, but I'm sure other things will replace it kind of in that manner. So
2: I agree. And, uh, you know, I think that the verbiage in which, you know, the whole branding of Warp Tour kind of has been approaching where, you know, you don't see any marketing where it doesn't say final full country run, you know, so they're Uh very, uh, consistent and I, yeah they are and i i so it's a debate with all my friends kind of on you know what the future of what we think the future of warp tour may or may not be but i think that that specific wording of the final full country you know could it be a 3 day f- festival like on uh, you know maybe somewhere in the east coast where the pop punk roots are at or west coast you know or you know wherever i don't know but uh We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I just thought it was an interesting topic here as we're winding into uh, the final summer here for Warped Tour, or at least the full country run. Now, uh, Chris, Steve from Nominee, I've been looking forward to this conversation. I've actually been waiting to get you on for some time, and uh, you know this is this is our time. So before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to add or say? Maybe I fucked something up and you need to correct me, or you want to add something I missed. Or I'm uh, fucking perfect. You could say that too, no. guys.
1: I don't think we missed I, I, anything. Uh, I, think, I think something we could tease as an announcement for our Austin homies uh, is uh, we're involved with uh, the, the Jimmy 8 Wednesday uh, emo night here in town. And we will be playing this year. Um, Chris, should we reveal what's happening Yeah. There? Okay, um,
0: so the, la- the last, the last three years we've done anniversary shows uh like every time the emo night here is still pretty new it's like it's three years old now so this is the three-year anniversary coming up okay um and for the one year we uh, we did brand new and yeah. like it feels weird now yeah
2: but you know you didn't know that we, I mean, didn't, did. know. Yeah, yeah. we
0: didn't know yeah it. it feels it's weird done. now but it was really fun at the yeah. time we were like fans, whatever yeah. uh, and then and then last year we did taking back sunday and it was like insane you know taking back
2: sunday was always the better choice
0: oh fucking sure yeah that is that is not even a question because i don't i hated daisy i didn't like the devil and god the new record sucks right like i just like they were always the better band to me that that just that was obvious to me but we did Taking back sunday and it went like off um and then on the fourth of july uh, which will be cool because we're in Texas and Texas is the most American state in America. <laughs> uh, on the 4th of July, we're doing Under Oath, which is oh, like. Yes. is yeah. super challenging for us because we sound nothing like that band, but we really wanted to step outside of the box and do something that would really, really challenge us. Not that Taking Back Sunday oh, like man. didn't. Yeah, the no. songs are great. No,
2: but Under Oath is a different beast. You know, it's a whole different yeah, beast. Yeah, a
0: completely different beast.
1: For oh, sure. my
2: God. I just had. Uh Tim on the show a couple weeks ago was one of my highlights here at Spinning Thoughts. Yeah. I've loved Under Oath for so long. And oh, yeah. I- I'm telling you, their new album, it is like so interesting to watch the bullshit <laughs> that that some yeah. like, that some fans who claim that they've been fans for years and years and years giving them like legit shit for it. It's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah. My first listen, I really liked that record. I was like, this is uh-huh. fucking cool. And some of the songs on it are really cool. I just don't, I'm not entirely convinced that they, that that is what everybody in the band wanted to do. <laughs> uh, because I, I, <laughs>
2: I think I've, you're probably right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to me, it feels, I don't want to say disingenuous because they wrote it and they released it. So there's there's some, you know,
1: there's some reality to it. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I mean, I think there's awesome songs <laughs> on it. We're not doing anything off the new record, though. We're only doing shit off of. Uh, They're only, only go- safety and define the great line. Yeah. Yeah. We only go as far as define the great line. No, that makes yeah.
2: sense. And yeah, I mean, when when I talked to Tim on uh, the show a few weeks ago, I mean, yeah, I got the same vibe where it was like, I mean, the. Every song on there is immensely different, like, you know, and so you can tell, you can kind of tell. And Tim was not shy about saying that, like, you can tell whose song was whose, you know. And there was there was some, you know, conversations back and forth. But, anyways, I think that that's a really really sick event going on. So again, you're saying it's on Fourth of July.
0: It's on 4th of July here in Austin. Yeah, it's going to be nuts.
2: Oh, my God. It's going to be a good one. Dude, guys, I don't Um, have any plans for the 4th of July. I mean, I might just make a journey down to—
0: Dude, fly out. You can stay with us. You can crash with us. (laughs) We will party our asses off. It'll be the best. Yeah, dude. I'll be (sighs) off for, like, three days. It's going to be insane.
2: Yeah. What a better way to celebrate the Fourth of July, and what better way to conclude episode 137 of Spinning Thoughts? Thank you, Chris and Steve from Nominee for being with me here. Cannot wait to get my hands on the split EP with Sundress coming out June the eighth via Smart Punk and Outer Loop. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. They drop on every platform the following Monday, and you can subscribe for free. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Always grinding over there. Check us out, and then you know we're going to be doing this again next week for 138. Cannot wait for it, everybody. Make sure you share music. Spread love.
3: We don't understand!